Hello, hello. This is the Aesthetic Vibes podcast and I am your host, Amy. This podcast is based around relevant and completely irrelevant topics. Sometimes the deep and meaningful and other times pretty meaningless topics. There are way too many negative vibes in the universe. So let's hang out together and spread aesthetic vibes. Welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to discuss social media arguments or feuds along with airing stuff online that is a little sketchy and should have probably been dealt with privately. This has been on my mind for a few weeks now, so I thought it would make for an interesting discussion slash topic. Okay, let's go. Social media feuds are becoming more and more common. We are seeing people entering into these random arguments with people in a lot of instances they haven't even met. In other instances, the messaging or content that they're reacting to is kind of stupid. I think about how times have changed and we're no longer existing and living our best lives with the most amount of positivity. We're actually looking for reasons to hate on people and to enter into feuds freely. Do we think if we met these people in real life, we would still feel the same? Probably not. Again, we've become awfully brave behind our screens, our technology, whatever it might be, sprouting off our opinions. Why is this? Why do we engage in this behavior? Is it a lens of jealousy or a true dislike for people? Let me talk to you about a couple of examples. A TikTok family has been on my mind recently and I've been watching this drama unfold online. Most of the time I've been cringing Uh, secondhand embarrassment and then there's this lens of disbelief for me and there are adults there are children involved but there are grown-ass adults conducting themselves like fucking idiots online so let me set the scene we have a 20 something year old tiktoker by the name of addison She blew up on the app for dancing and this bubbly presence. She's also, you know, extremely beautiful. And that seems to assist when people are blowing up. Over time, it looks like she's introduced the rest of her family to TikTok and they've started their own accounts. Her mom and her dad have their own accounts with very large followings in the millions. And it's almost like they've ridden on the coattails of their daughter to create this online presence that they have. The mother's name's Sherry and the father's Monty. So recently footage broke of Monty cheating, um, or it was more so embracing another female at a nightclub. Following this, there was this kind of awkward online breakdown of the parents' relationships. It's kind of left me feeling um, a little bit icky about how it went down. 
So following the breakdown, the mum Sherry updates her bio to state she's a single mum. And then Monty starts dating younger females and like hooking up with younger females and making it known online that he is single. From what I understand, they've been married twice and divorced um, and they've kind of gone back and forth with their relationships. But all of this, this stuff's not important. So we have this very public breakup. Then Sherry the mum starts sending these really awkward TikToks to this musical artist, uh, Young Gravy. (laughs) Young Gravy has a tendency to like older women or mothers, in his own words. MILFs is the term that he actually used. So this online back and forth occurs between them. It's kind of like this flirtatious, he says, oh, I like whatever. Like, I think he said at one point, oh, I love cookies or some shit. And then she, Sherry bakes cookies and there's a, you know, an image of her in like a, um, an apron. My God. There's an image, there's a TikTok of her in an apron, you know, with cookies presenting them to the screen. Like, just dumb shit like that, right? So, in the meantime, Monty is claiming he doesn't care what Sherry does and then he starts creating TikToks wanting to fight Young Gravy. And these TikToks are completely cringeworthy. He's asking for a boxing match. There's one where he's like growling and grunting at the screen. Like it's just totally and utterly bizarre. But for the most part, Young Gravy has kind of been ignoring these TikToks. I think he responded at one point and he's and he said to Monty, look, I'm just not interested. Grow up let's move on. If we do see each other out, I hope it doesn't go down um, in that way because I'm just not interested. I'm not interested in fighting you. This is ridiculous. You're a grown ass man. And you know, I'm, I'm relatively young in comparison to which Monty creates a, I use this term lightly, diss track. He's standing in front of a TV in only jeans, making all these like weird hip movements and rapping about some shit that I can't even understand, nor would I want to watch anyway. Fucking gross, making me feel disgusting. So the next thing that happens is Young Gravy and Sherry show up together to the MTV Music Awards, Arm in Arm, and they're like making out on the runway. They're like making out in the seats, you know, when the awards are being awarded. And throughout all of this, Monty makes a comment to the effect of, oh, Young Gravy can have my sloppy seconds, which is absolutely disgusting to make comments like this about your ex-wife, who is the mother of your freaking children. Yuck. Somehow in a, in all of this crap, Monty and Tana Mojo, who I spoke about in a previous episode, I think I just titled her as Problematic, They end up getting into some back and forth online. I think she's making fun of him just being like, dude, you're a grown ass man. What are you doing online? You're embarrassing yourself. You're embarrassing your family. Like, shut the fuck up, basically. He responds with something like, oh, I think you should focus more on your body count or something like that. And I was just like, what the actual fuck? Like, you are a grown ass man. And what... What does body count have to do with it? What about your body count, pal? Um, what 
female in their right mind would go within two meters of this guy. He is purely foul. So this entire situation is playing out online on an app with the entire world watching. At some stage in all of this, Addison unfollows her parents on the app. I can only assume that she's feeling so embarrassed and disgusted by what she's seeing. This entire situation is completely and utterly immature and embarrassing. I got the the worst secondhand embarrassment from watching it. And I think I've only seen a portion of what's actually gone down. I understand these people exist and their jobs exist on an app. But why does everything need to be made so public? Or alternatively, are they doing this for attention, follows and likes? Who knows? Because nowadays there is a lot of public content that is in fact created simply for the attention and publicity. Cough, cough, Gabby Hanna. So this feud situation in the end is dividing a family, but more so likely having long-term effects on the children because, yes, there are multiple children. It goes further than just Addison. Oh, hold. I forgot one thing. I saw the other day Monty started an OnlyFans. For those of you who don't know, OnlyFans is basically just you sell pictures of your body or sex, one or the other, if not both. So... apparently his bio reads women want me and men want to be me something along the effects of you know tune in for the most explicit content that you'll ever see uh (laughs) ew (laughs) ew no thank you hard pass but i mean this this entire situation is ridiculous and it stems further than the parents and it's like spreading into other people's lives you've got these women these stupid women that monty is hooking up with you've got sherry and young gravy like what the actual hell some of this information should absolutely be kept private but it comes back to why are we feuding why is all this shit happening online it's so embarrassing why Okay, so what about another celebrity beef situation? This one. So back in 2018, there was a situation between Iggy Azalea, who's the rapper, she's Australian, she's um, made quite a big name for herself in America, and Bad Baby. (laughs) For those who don't know who Bad Baby is, okay, so if you remember back, she's the chick who's famous for being on Dr. Phil and using the catchphrase, cash me outside. Uh, which means let's go outside and we'll fight. <laughs> and she was saying it to the audience. like um, So basically she rose to fame after the episode aired where her parents were seeking help because their teen was out of control. So as a result, she moved into music and is now rapping. Let's get back to the story. There was some exchange on social media, Twitter to be precise, surrounding these two. A photographer posted a tweet asking who's going to the Bad Baby concert. And Iggy responded with, are you? Bad Baby actually interpreted this as, who would even go to that? I don't interpret that the same way. I interpret that as, are you going to the concert? Photographer who posted, you know, who's going. Anyway, 
They're at a Hollywood party. And Bad Baby rolls up to Iggy Azalea to confront her. Apparently, according to her, Iggy acts like nothing happened and there's nothing wrong. Probably because nothing had happened and nothing was wrong. It was a random comment that was asking a question about whether this particular photographer was going to the concert. Iggy was chatting with her and being normal, and apparently this annoyed Bad Baby. So she threw a drink in Iggy's face. Bad Baby was dragged away by security. So Iggy responded with, and mind you, she's got like a wet face and wet hair. So the Dr. Feel girl is really upset about me apparently and thought I'd fight a child. What kind of whose baby is this? Dr. Feel ass shit. I'm a grown up. I cannot. I get that this little girl has made a name for herself acting a damn fool on television and online, but I'm a grown-up. I'm not about to waste my energy on that little shit or be fighting a kid in a clump. (laughs) Oh, what the hell? This behavior is not necessary. This is some random beef or feud that started over a simple question and ended in a physical altercation. If this had been properly addressed, this entire situation would have been avoided. I'm just so confused with how this stuff starts online, then becomes a thing. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Throwing a drink over someone is completely disgusting. I don't know how I would have reacted. I probably just would have laughed if the drink was thrown over me and just been like, who the fuck is this chick? Get away from me. But people get so serious about the dumbest shit. And again, online feuding and online exposure of private information, not necessary. There are countless more celebrity feuds that begin online and then spill into life. The common thread with nearly all of them is the point of interpretation. In a lot of instances, the comments were not intended how they were perceived. And we as a society then sit and watch the online drama like it's a soap opera with our popcorn in front of us. Why do we argue with people online about the dumbest of shit? With social media being so readily available, it has given every single person a voice. In addition, the medium of our communication can influence the perception of our understanding of a situation. We may end up taking a very different idea of an argument while reading that than watching or listening to the exact same thing. So does it come down to understanding and interpretation? I would argue that some of the issues do. However, some do not. I have seen very different opinions openly presented on TikTok in particular, people speaking about things they do or believe. And there are a lot of double standards. I was watching um, a girl's TikTok the other day who has spoken freely about her choice not to have children. She has made her beliefs open and has shared them. And she has received significant backlash online for having made this decision. Some claiming She has made her entire personality about not wanting children. Hmm. Pause here for a moment. (laughs) How many mothers have nothing else in their personality but their children and nothing else to talk about but their children? So I find this the pot calling the kettle black. Very, very double standards. She's received messages from women claiming that she will never know the feeling of unconditional love unless she has her own children because that's the only way you can experience that feeling. 
wow. Um, I read that and saw that and she addressed that um, in a response TikTok. And what the actual fuck? That is the dumbest shit I've heard in a very long time. She's also had people contact her and tell her that her fiancé will eventually leave her when he decides he wants children. The online hate she's received for making a choice with her own body is disgusting. I do wonder if any of these idiots would have the balls to say their thoughts to her face or whether they feel overly superior sitting in front of their phones typing shit about someone else's life. Talk about disgusting. It is her body, and the decision she makes with her partner is nothing more than their decision. It doesn't impact anyone else. Same as these people making the choice to have children. That is your decision. I bet no one's criticised you and your decision to have a child, because that's socially acceptable, right? So why is not having children not socially acceptable? And what right does anyone have questioning someone else's life and their decision-making process? Just because society does something and dictates an order of events does not mean we need to bow down and conform. Everyone's paths are different. So if you have people making comments to you about the decisions you've made with your own life or body, I urge you to speak out against these people and direct them to mind their own damn business. If you are making these judgmental comments, stop now. You do not know what is going on in these people's lives, so shut it down. We need to support each other as a community and allow people the right to make decisions that are right for them. We need all types of people in our community because it's the differences that allow us to be authentically ourselves. Without these people, we are nothing more than a cookie cut of each other. How freaking boring. For society to function, we need all types of people taking on all different types of roles. We can't and shouldn't be all the same. I think back to a company I worked at a while ago and there was this mandatory requirement for everybody to have a development plan and be working towards their next role, holding their current role for two years and then progressing forward. I was having a conversation with my manager about how this makes no sense to me. There are some people who really like what they do and are happy doing this for however long they choose. For an organisation to effectively work, we need all types of people, including people who are happy doing what they're doing now. And sometimes, if they have no desire to move into a different role, that is totally fine. We need all types of people to actually keep the organisation running effectively. Society is much the same. We need all types of people for society to function effectively. So back to the social media feuding topic. Before we engage in this online bullying, arguing, or even just this back and forth with someone, we need to ask ourselves a couple of questions. First, does it matter? Does whatever we are disagreeing about actually matter? Is it that important that we need to argue? Does it have a personal impact on you? Does whatever they are saying or doing really impact your life? Is it worth your effort and energy? Does wasting time on a stupid argument about something stupid really matter? Do you have something better you could be doing with this time? I suspect yes. (laughs) 
And do you really need to disrupt your own peace to engage in an argument with someone else? Because I highly doubt any of these questions would be answered with a clear yes. Simply block and move on. If I don't like someone's content or messaging or they just piss me off in general, I block them. Never to be seen again. (laughs) I actually do this with Kardashian content because I don't like them. I don't find them interesting. I just, uh, there's nothing. Like, they bore me. Um, and they've ju- they're just entitled. So for me, I hate Kardashian content. So whenever I see uh, a user or maybe a particular person that focuses in on their content, I just block them, keep it out of my feed, and I'll be happy. So let's stop the online feuding and the publication of all of our private information. Let's stop all of the negativity and preserve our own peace and the peace of the community more broadly. Okay, let's park this one. As with every episode, we end on a lighter segment and today is going to be the things I wish I knew before we got a puppy. So for two, nearly three years, my husband has wanted a dog. He has spent countless hours researching the perfect dog. At first he wanted a Vizsla, but they're too big um, and I met one once and I didn't like its temperament. So instead he became really interested in getting a Britney Spaniel. He looked at them online, procrastinated over them for as long as I can remember. Eventually one day I took the reins, contacted a breeder and we I just basically put down a deposit for the puppy. We drove nearly 10 hours in a day to pick the puppy up. We thought we were well prepared. We had a bed for him, lots of toys and food. So we pick up the puppy and we toss him in the car. And we're like, oh, surely he'll go to sleep on the back seat and everything will be fine. Wrong. He starts sprinting all around the car. And we're like, oh, shit, we're fucked up here. We actually need a dog crate. So we ended up finding the closest pet store. We bought one, tossed him in the back. We had it in our minds that the dog would be really calm and sleep in this amazing bed we got him. Uh, Turns out puppies actually need to be crate trained because they can't be trusted to be left unattended in your house. For some reason, we thought he would just go to bed in a bed. No, (laughs) because we can't leave him unattended for longer than 30 seconds. I kid you not, because he gets into something. We thought a puppy would be lazy and lay around. Uh, No, this one does not. He has the most energy I've ever seen. He needs multiple adventures a day or he goes absolutely stir crazy. We thought that we would be able to leave him outside in the sun and he would play happily with toys. This is not the case. He does not like being alone. And if he's outside, he will scream and bang on the door until we let him in. We thought a dog would be able to nap on the end of our bed. No, this dog is psychotic. He sprints through the bed, jumps under the covers, and he will take up 80% of a king-size bed. So this dog sleeps in its crate. There's no way he's coming near this bed anytime soon. We thought that we could buy him toys and he would cuddle them and love them. No, half of his toys are either torn to shreds and tossed all around the house and backyard, or they're confiscated because he pins them and tries to do bad things to them. Or thirdly, he eats them. Yes, he eats plastic. 
He eats it like it's chewing gum. We also thought we'd be able to keep him in check with a firm voice and clear instructions. No, he gives no fucks. He does not care what you have to say. He does not care if you raise your voice. He does not care if you get cranky. He does not care. We thought that we'd be able to leave him to roam around the house. We can't do this. We actually had to put in a baby gate that prevents him from going upstairs just because there's probably more uh, trouble to get into upstairs than what there is downstairs. So we have a baby gate. (laughs) So he's not allowed to go upstairs. He can't be left alone downstairs either. So don't be fooled. Um, Because again, he gets into shit. He shouldn't. Like literally. (laughs) We thought that the cat and dog would cohabitate nicely. This is incorrect. The dog is obsessed with the cat and the cat hates the dog. So they are constantly fighting. Not even just like normal fighting, like screaming bloody murder and biting each other. The dog thinks it's a game, so he gets rough and the cat just gets so mad he's hissing and biting. The poor cat cannot get a moment's peace. The dog is either chasing him, eating his food, or worse, eating the cat's uh, waste <laughs> out of his litter box. I don't know what else you'd call it, but basically he eats whatever the cat does in his litter box. So we constantly have to be changing that litter box to prevent him eating shit, basically. The cat is going to snap one day. And the dog is going to be so terrified, he's not going to go anywhere near the cat. And I can't wait for that day. We thought we were prepared. We were not. (laughs) So if you're thinking of getting a dog or a puppy, don't. Um, Or just don't get the one that we have. Just, Just don't get one of these ones. They're the worst. That's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed today's episode on social media and feuding and the uh, public um, sharing of information and content online. Uh, God, I could go on about this forever. It's ridiculous, guys. Join me next time when I discuss a couple of conspiracy theories. There's a couple that have really I've been thinking about a lot and they make me feel concerned I don't, I don't know what else like they, they make me feel icky they make me feel concerned they make me feel con- like worried almost i don't know how true conspiracy theories are or whether we're feeding into a particular idea in the meantime let's hang out on social media hit me up at aesthetic vibes pod drop me an email at aesthetic vibes podcast at outlook.com or visit my website aesthetic vibes podcast.com so until next time uh, bye. bye.